Greetings to all learners. I am a faculty of biology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today we will be discussing the mechanism of breathing of chapter 17th that is breathing and exchange of gases grade 11th of your NCRT textbook. So dear learners, let's discuss about the respiration and its steps. So firstly, let's discuss about breathing. So breathing or a pulmonary ventilation by which atmospheric air is drawn in and CO2 rich alveolar air is released out. This is what your breathing is. Diffusion of gases of O2 and CO2 across alveolar membrane, transport of gases by the blood, diffusion of oxygen and carbon dioxide between blood and tissues. Also the utilization of oxygen by the cells for catabolic reactions and resultant release of CO2. So these are the following steps of respiration. Let's discuss about the mechanism of breathing now. So inspiration can occur if the pressure within the lungs that is intrapulmonary pressure is less than the atmospheric pressure. There is a negative pressure in the lungs with respect to atmospheric pressure. I hope it's clear. Similarly, expiration takes place when the intrapulmonary pressure is high than the atmospheric pressure. The diaphragm and a specialized set of muscles that is external and internal intercostals between the ribs help in generation of such gradients. So inspiration is inhaled by the contraction of diaphragm which increases the volume of thoracic chamber in the areoposterior axis, basically the anteroposterior axis. The contraction of external intercoastal muscles lifts up the ribs and the steamum, causing an increase in the volume of the thoracic chamber in the dorsoventral axis. The overall increase in the thoracic volume causes a similar increase in the pulmonary volume. An increase in pulmonary volume decreases the intrapulmonary pressure to less than the atmospheric pressure which forces the air from outside to move into the lungs basically the inspiration relaxation of the diaphragm and the intercoastal muscles returns the diaphragm and steamum to their normal positions and reduce the thoracic volume and thereby the pulmonary volume as well this leads to an increase in intrapulmonary pressure to slightly above the atmospheric pressure causing the expulsion of air from the lungs that is expiration. I hope it's clear everyone. Let's discuss about the basic things now that is the diffusion membrane is made up of three major layers namely the thin squamous epithelium of alveoli where basically the exchange of gases takes place the endothelium of alveolar capillaries and the basement substance in between them however its total thickness is much less than a millimeter therefore all the factors in our body are favorable for diffusion of o2 from alveoli to tissues and that of CO2 from tissues to alveoli. 
Now transport of respiratory gases. So blood is the medium of transport of O2 and CO2. We all know this thing, right? So about 97% of O2 is transported by RBCs in the blood. The remaining 3% of O2 is carried and dissolved state through the plasma. Let's discuss about the transport of carbon dioxide now. So nearly 20-25% to 25 of CO2 is transported by RBCs whereas 70% of it is carried as bicarbonate. About 7% of CO2 is carried in and dissolved state through plasma. We have discussed it earlier, right? So let's discuss about the regulation of respiration. So human beings have a significant ability to maintain and moderate the respiration rhythm to suit the demands of the body tissues. This is done by the neural system. A specialized center present in the medulla region of the brain called respiratory rhythm center is primarily responsible for this regulation. Another center present in the pons region of the brain called as pneumotoxic center can moderate the functions of the respiratory rhythm center. Neural signal from this center can reduce the duration of inspiration and thereby after the respiratory rate. A chemosensitive area is situated adjacent to the rhythm center which is highly sensitive to carbon dioxide and hydrogen ions. Increase in these substances can activate the center which in turn can signal the rhythm center to make necessary adjustments in the respiratory process by which these substances can be eliminated. Let's discuss about the disorders of a respiratory system. So asthma is a difficulty in breathing causing wheezing due to inflammation of bronchi and bronchioles. Aphysema is a chronic disorder in which alveolar walls are damaged due to which respiratory surface is decreased. One of the major causes of this is cigarette smoking. Now next one is occupational respiratory disorder. In certain industries, especially those involving grinding or stone breaking, so much dust is produced that the defense mechanism of the body cannot fully cope up with the situation. Long exposure can give rise to inflammation leading to fibrosis that is proliferation of fibrous tissue and thus causing serious lung damage. Workers in such industries should wear protective masks. I hope this thing is clear to you all. Let's discuss about the respiratory volumes and capacities. So tidal volume that is TV volume of air inspired or expired during a normal respiration it is approximately 500 milliliter a healthy man can inspire or expire approximately 6000 to 8000 milliliter of air per minute dear learners that's all for today i hope you have understood the topic properly stay blessed asanians have a great day